0: Devon Achan is officially on IR, which is horrible news for everybody that owns Devon Achan and has been hoping for some sort of good news, a two to three game projection in terms of, of being out. Now we're looking at a minimum of four weeks, meaning the the Dolphins didn't feel like he would probably be available for the fourth game. And so whenever a team puts someone on IR, they have no hope for them playing, you know, the next three, four games. So this is bad news. We don't fully know if he'll be back after, you know, four games are up. I I assume he would be because this was a hard decision. This was a, this took a lot more time than the James Conner or Justin Jefferson decision to put those two on IR. So I think they were really contemplating, uh, seeking second opinions, getting some, some second looks at the knee. To see if maybe he could be back within three games instead of four. So I do believe we're looking at four games. Not seven. Not eight. Not ten. Um the, the problem is though. You have to make a decision on whether you trade him away. For whatever you can get. Or make some sort of other accommodation. Unless you are set up pretty well on your bench. Then you might be okay. We'll go over all those scenarios. And more of the fantasy football show begins now. Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios. It's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Smitty is also live whenever news breaks. From the FantasyFootballShow.com news desk, here is your breaking news. So a lot of us were hoping this was going to go a different way because the decision was taking a while. JJ put on IR or at least yesterday they announced he would be going on IR Justin Jefferson, same thing with James Conner, and then this this news would Devon HMB put on IR that didn't drop right away. So we're thinking okay, this he's going to escape the IR, meaning probably back two or three but not four weeks because they would put him on They put him on IR if they thought he missed four games. Now he's on IR. Um, Again, we're going to assume right now, based on what we're hearing, and I I have a lot of feelers out there, um, some of which, you know, it's hard to know what what everybody truly knows and what people are are projecting, even in a a space where I feel like I have good connections to people close to the situation. There's a lot of, of spec going on. And a lot of times in the news world, even from people I trust, people are trying to get things right or try and be first, not necessarily correct. And so we don't we don't know. Nobody really truly knows if he's projected to come back after the four weeks, or are they thinking this could be longer. They're not telling anybody. Um, I'm going to say it's a safe assumption, given the the logical sequence of everything, the amount of time it took. It wasn't an immediate decision that he will miss just the four games. So. That's what we're gonna base this off of, and if you were to potentially say, "Okay, Smitty, do I trade him away?" which is option one to get the biggest piece you can, the best piece you can, to try and maybe potentially put yourself in a position that uh, you could you could end up uh, getting, let's say a call it a uh, DeAndre Swift, call it a potential. Aaron Jones coming off of a bye week, which is this week, entering week number six. So you're going to be without Aaron Jones for one week if you make this trade. And then he's healthy probably coming into the remaining part of the season. That is probably what I would guess to be the most logical uh, move if you are, let's say, 1-4 and four or oh and 5 So if you own A-Chan and you don't have a shot at winning by taking a bath for two or three or four weeks you have to probably look into at least, not saying to do it because there are other solutions, and I'll go over, there, go over those in a second, to, to trade them away. Get an Aaron Jones, get a Devontae Smith, get a CeeDee Lamb, and with Devontae Smith and CeeDee Lamb, given how doubted those guys are, and, and you're going to try and target a team that is and 4-1 or 5-0 and that has Devontae Smith and, let's say, uh, Waddle or Debo or Alave or an injured Ridley, or I'm sorry, an injured, uh, Ridley's fine, an injured St. Brown, who who's not really all that banged up, but his owner is probably freaking out. Now, I'm not saying to necessarily trade him straight up for Waddle or Debo, or even in a situation like, like Lamb or Devontae Smith. Cooper Cup, I would trade a chan for Cooper Cup straight up. Uh, uh, maybe even Ridley, but in the other cases like Waddle, Debo, if you if you're targeting the reason you're targeting a four and one or a five and o team is because they're gonna they're gonna give up a little bit more they're gonna potentially say to themselves a chan can win me this league if he comes back and is a top five running back and I can acquire him right now giving up some bench talent because the five and o team and the four and one four and one team probably have a lot of depth um so you basically are gonna go to that team and say hey I want struggling Devontae Smith I want Waddle, who hasn't lived up to expectations, I want Debo, and I, and I also want you to throw in, you know, this player or that player. The best way to do this, to be honest with you, is a two for two. I know it sounds logical to do do a two for one, but the problem is I want you sing, I want you swinging so big on that second player that I don't think anybody's doing the two for one. the The two for one is going to require a two for two, so that you can make the owner who's getting a chan. Let's say you throw in a. uh uh, Adam Thielen, you know, who's playing very well right now, okay? And you've got Adam Thielen. You're throwing in an Adam Thielen to try and ramp up the two players you're getting back. So in the case of trading away, let's say you're going and getting a Devontae Smith, okay? And then right here, you couldn't just get an Aaron Jones. Both, both players are struggling very badly. But right now, if you're giving up another player... You can upgrade this player slightly, and we'll make this Aaron Jones. And both these players are struggling enough that this is not out of the question. This is not out of the realm of possibility. Now, the question is, is a 4-1 and team or, or a 5-0 and team going to own both these guys? Uh, because these are two pretty big draft pieces. So, all those things need to be factored in. You might only find a, a team that's 5-0 or four 4-1 that has a Devontae Smith, and let's say... Um, another player like Damian Pierce, and then you got to ask yourself, is that enough? Maybe, maybe not. If you're 0 five or 1 and four, you might have to take a gamble on something like that, or Stevenson, who's doing awful. But again, these would be high draft capital players, so it's hard to imagine this team's five and zero or four and one. But even so, maybe the Aaron Jones, devontae Smith owner is actually two and three, and they would still make this trade. They're two and three because they have both these guys struggling a little bit. Uh, Devonte Smith was doing good at the beginning of the year. Aaron Jones was doing good at the beginning of the year, and now you can potentially get them to say, "Well, I'm two and three. I think I can survive. Uh, I've got decent depth. I've got uh, uh, Day Marcado coming in. I've got um, you know, I've, I've got Jeff, Jeff Wilson Jr. So if I take hand, that's great. And even targeting the Jeff Wilson Jr. with HN is a smart move." If Jeff Wilson Jr. is available on waivers, you might not need to make a trade at all if, if, for any reason, he's out there. Or if you can acquire Jeff Wilson on the cheap using Adam Thielen, using a Tank Dell, a Nico Collins, you might not have to make any move other than acquiring Jeff Wilson and start Jeff Wilson in, in place of A Chan until A Chan returns. Because when you really think about it, at the end of the day, this man right here, Devon A Chan, mixed with, let's call it, Jeff Wilson. The combined starts, if you're only using one at a time, from week six through 17, is probably going to be a top five running back. S- same thing goes for, for Roshan and, uh, and DeMarcado or 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 whatever player you throw in that's getting good work right now. Roshan, if he starts and he's still in concussion protocol, and as of this moment of recording this video here on, uh, on Wednesday, uh, October 11th, at roughly uh 2 p.m my time that's about uh 3 4 5 p.m eastern he's still in the concussion protocol and not 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 good news this late in the week given he suffered the concussion on the last thursday but if you own demarcado you got to think to yourself demarcado for week six seven eight nine or his his next uh four games roughly added to A-Chan playing once he gets back for the remainder of the season. Let's say he misses four weeks and you're not starting either one of these guys at the same time, but the, uh, the 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 adding up of these two guys total starts using him or him in a rotation probably equal a top five running back. Okay, so there's no sense in trading A-Chan if your lineup is filling that void in a very nice fashion. The, the, the people that need to trade a are the people that are sitting here looking at a 1-4, 0-5 record with no hope of filling the spot. With just a complete hole or vacancy in the starting lineup. Those people need to make this trade. Um, as far as the backup, we've already kind of covered the backup possibility. That would be Jeff Wilson. And and he makes a fantastic, uh, like I said, coupling to A-Chan. To get that 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 top five running backs starting numbers uh, accu- uh, accumulation of it all, or or Roshan, but again, there's risk that Roshan isn't gonna pass the protocol. Uh, uh, Dan Mercado is uh, absolutely phenomenal right now to pick up if he's there. Your waivers are probably already processed. He's probably the number one pickup of the week. So if your waivers have already processed and you missed the waiver wire weekly show that we do. Then you need to make sure you're watching that every single week. So subscribe to the channel if you're new. Um, this is the best way to, to to probably approach it. If you can back up H and wait on him, I like that approach better. I feel more comfortable about H returning after the four weeks than I do JJ. I feel more comfortable trying to 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 fill in and make do patchwork uh, solution. For a chan's four games that you would be playing him right now, week six, seven, eight, nine, um, ten, those, you know, whatever it ends up being, I feel more comfortable making do if you can with the De Marcado who's gonna start four games because James Connor's on IR and out four games. So it lines up perfectly. The overlap for De Marcado and A-chan is perfectly uh suited. Uh, to be uh, to be coupled together to try and solve this problem. Same thing with Khalil Herbert. However, Khalil Herbert, or Roshan, Khalil Herbert hasn't been put on IR yet. They may not put him on, on IR. Maybe they're doing the same thing, a little bit of a delay, as of this moment on October 11th at, at, at 5.08 p.m. Eastern. We have not heard word that that Khalil Herbert's going on IR, meaning they think maybe he could be back before the four weeks but let's say he's out three weeks. Let's say he's out two weeks. He has a high ankle sprain. He's not coming back probably at least in the next two weeks. Then you have Roshan. If he starts, as a great solution for HN. I, I can't tell you what to do. Only you can make the decision on what to do. Those are old pieces of news from yesterday. Um, you, only you can make the decision on what you think you need to do with your team versus the other teams in your league. And if it was me, I would be exploring all my options of keeping h Chan before I trade him. But if the right offer came along from a 5-0, and 4-1 team, uh, even a 3-2 and team, maybe even a 2-3 and team that, that wants to take a risk. The right offer, a Cooper Cup, uh, a St. Brown, a Devontae Smith, and maybe something small in a 2-for-2 type of swap. Like I said, throw in Thielen and maybe they can throw it a. Uh, a player that they just normally wouldn't throw in. Ramondre Stevenson's a, a decent player to take a gamble on. I, I don't love owning him. I don't like holding him. Same thing with Najee Harris. But in the case of them being a throw-in with a Devontae Smith, with a, a Debo, with a Waddle, with a CeeDee Lamb, in those co- in that context where you're trading away a getting that wide receiver and getting that player thrown in if you throw in just some you know, well-playing wide receiver 3-4, then I love the idea and concept of getting Najee or Stevenson from that angle and vantage point. That's it. You'll hear me say things like get rid of Barkley, get rid of Najee, get rid of of Ramondre Stevenson at as high a value as you can, but there are vantage points from all different sides that that make it uh, an attractive acquire in the right scenario like this one right here where you say, I want to get Devonte Smith, but is he enough for a league-winning player like H. No. So, what can I get thrown in that has that "what if" factor, that potential trade factor, that that trade value? Stevenson might have a good rebound game a week six, seven, somewhere around that territory, and you can trade him away. So, d- don't don't think those are decent throw-ins. They are. They're just not great holds if you drafted them. It's all all about did you draft him? Did you waste the draft capital on? nazi and and stevenson or are you scooping them up at seller dweller pricing in a trade where you kind of feel like okay a lave for a chance not too bad let me get something else and and try and uh figure out a a way to make a second move or just take a gamble on that running back bouncing back in a very bleak running back climate thank you for watching i'll be live at 8 8 p.m eastern monday through friday like i always do i'm always live at 8 p.m eastern monday through friday And I'm always live when news breaks. Appreciate you being here. Get out of here.